honest look at laziness, a habit that encompasses far more than parking yourself on the couch. We talk about the grip laziness can have, keeping us sidelined and living small. We share some of the ways laziness sneaks up on us, talk about our love of comfort, our need for purpose, and the role fear plays in keeping us from forward progress. We wrap it up by sharing tips and the truths about living the full life God intended for us. Thanks for being here. Hi, I'm Becky, the host of the Girl on a Hill podcast, where we encourage you to stop hiding, start shining, and to be the woman you were created to be. You can download Girl on a Hill podcast on your favorite podcast app, such as Apple Podcast, Google Podcast, and Spotify. Thanks for listening, and now, let's head to the hill. Hey, welcome to Girl on Hill. I have got my good friend Jolene with me today. Hola. <laughs> hey, today we are talking about laziness. It's a thing. It's a thing. And you know what? It's, it's when you heard today's topic, maybe when you heard my intro in the intro package, you may have braced yourself thinking, oh, great, here comes the lecture about getting off the couch or the importance of exercise. Mm-hmm. Now. I won't hide that. Yes, actually, both of us will wholeheartedly advocate for both of those things. Yeah. We, we both work out regularly, like healthy lifestyles, but that is not what we're talking about today. No. I think we have a very narrow view of what laziness means. It's, it's nuanced. It's, it's, there's, it's so much more, as I was studying, it's so much more than I don't work out or I watch TV all day. It's so much more Th- than there that. There are so different shades. Yes. Um, Here's my, I have one definition today. One oh. sentence. This is okay. so unlike me. All right. I know. Everyone, brace yourselves. Okay, here's my okay. definition. I have the ability to act, but choose not to because I don't want to because of the effort involved. It's fair. Uh-huh. And see, that is where the people who are like, oh, I don't struggle with laziness at all, might get hit a, a little bit. I mean... That hit me a little bit. Yeah, it hit me a little bit too. And we were both talking before this. We're like, we're not lazy people. Can we do this? But there are pieces that this is going to hit everybody. Like, there's some sneaky bits that I'd like to keep to myself. Thanks. Yeah, there's, I mean, and this kind of butts up against feelings driven. Yeah. I don't feel like it. Yeah. But this is, I want to conserve my energy and I can do something, but I ain't going to do something because I don't want to do it. Yeah. We've all been there. I have a lot of traits. Mm-hmm. A lot. Mm-hmm. A lot. So, um, you ready? Okay. Okay. First thing, uh, there's no such thing for a lazy person. There is no such thing as oversleeping. An article I read called Nine Things You'll Relate to If You're Super Lazy and Proud of It said, Your bed is your soulmate. I'm, I'm, I miss my bed, but mm-hmm. for me, it's, but I, there are people who I've, not know them they just yeah that's their they thing. just love love sleep um another a, a nuanced portion of that is where you have undisciplined sleep habits oh you go to bed at a different time every night you wake up at a different time every day i i that's i can't live that way that sounds like chaos and i can't <laughs> but that's you, we have our but own set of yes, issues yes ma'am. um uh you you'll do everything tomorrow mm-hmm. procrastination is a big indicator that you may struggle with laziness um, you always have an excuse not to do something. If this is hitting, you may like to use the word reason instead of excuse. Mm. There's always, I have a good reason. 
Um, you spend lots of time in front of the TV or on social media. Mm -hmm. Um, I did not, I, I was very surprised at this study. 70% of people binge watch, which means that's five episodes or more in one sitting. When did they sleep? Well, I, I mean, I guess if you don't have a set sleep schedule. Yeah, but that's 70% of people. So that's, a that's obviously someone okay. listening is going to be like, oh, they found out. Um, Are you still watching? Leave oh me my alone. gosh. <laughs> Stop judging me, Netflix. Um, according to a study by Media Kicks, the, I did not like this at all. Mm. The average person will spend five years of their life on social media. That's gross. It is gross. Five years. Like, how do they know I'm ignoring the timer that I set on my social media? I do not want that for me. No. There's that, so many other things you can do in five years. Oh, my gosh. Seriously. Um, okay. Keep, we're rolling. You have no plans for your future or any goals you're actively working to meet at mm. this time. Where some people, like, they say they have the goals, but they're not really doing anything about them. Okay. Um, you're disorganized or generally more of a messy person. Bored on the weekends. This hmm. said, uh, Laura Vanderkam said, failing to think through what you wish to do on the weekend may make you succumb to the I'm tired excuse that keeps you locked in the house. Oh. Huh. Yeah. Uh, you're always looking for someone else to do your tasks for you. Huh. Uh, you take frequent breaks, especially when things get serious, intense, or real. Hmm. Uh, or hard. I can relate to that one sometimes when I'm planning these podcasts. Yeah. And then I'm like, I open a new tab and I'll just see what's on Facebook for right now. Yeah. Like, mm, that's a break too. Still on my laptop, but am I working? No. Uh, you get happy when plans are canceled. Like, yeah. Hey there, introvert. <laughs> it's like, that's an introvert thing. That's an introvert yeah. thing. Um, uh, you'll leave the TV on something you truly don't want to watch just so you don't have to move to get the remote. Huh. Mm-hmm. Or you stay somewhere longer than you want to stay because the walk to the car is far. Sometimes it's cold outside, Becky. <laughs> there were so many traits. I just have to say, I only picked, I mean, this is a lot, but there were so many yeah. articles about what does a lazy person look like? There were, yeah, anyway, uh, you don't ever put your clothes away. This one might, might make some people uh, feel like I'm attacking them. Does it count if you leave them in the dryer? It's a life stage, okay? It's a, yes. Um, and you know that you're holding yourself back. Mm. You know you could do more and you're just feeling, why am I doing this? That came up a lot of times. You're just asking, why am, I, why am I like this? Why am I asleep all the time? Why am I not doing things? There you go. Mm. Here, I added a little extra section this week uh, for people like you and me who still might feel like this isn't us. There are pieces, but yeah. These yeah, are things that are lazy that we may not think about as lazy. Mm -hmm. Okay. Saying you'll pray for someone and then not. Oh, I have to do it right then. Otherwise, it literally won't happen. Same. I can write, oh, praying, and then I'll forget. Well, I'm like, well, do it. I'll do it. I'm like, no, you won't. Yeah. Mm -mm. No, you won't. No, you won't. It has to be right then. Choosing junk food when you could cook or have something healthier. I did that this week. A lot. Yeah. A lot of people. Or I put, I was thinking too, or just um, where junk food or drive throughs isn't like a treat. 
Mm. I think I'm never going to be the person to tell you not to go through the drive-thru because it's yummy. Yeah. But it should be a, a treat, treat. A yeah. once in a while yeah. food. It's, you're not meant to get three meals a day no. from a drive-thru. Um, giving the, ki- the crying child a toy instead of parenting. Yeah. Yeah. I see that a lot in stores. Your kids fussing. You've said no to the Hot Wheel. You don't want the fit, so you give them the Hot Wheel. It, mm. You're going to make problems for yourself later. But Believing the conspiracy theory on Facebook without giving it critical thought or investigation. Yeah. That's lazy. Mm-hmm. And it's easy because everybody posts crazy, crazy. things, and yeah. you never know what's true or not if you don't ever actually think about it. Um, saying you don't have time for other things when you watch a lot of TV. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Especially if it's, you know, like, oh, I don't have time to read my Bible today, which takes five minutes. Mm -hmm. And then you watch five episodes of something. Well, you have the time. Um, Throwing the shirt on the floor instead of putting it in the hamper or hanging it up. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, Holding on to relationships you don't like. Mm. I thought that one was interesting because it's just too hard. It's too hard. It's more work to go through ending it sometimes, or it feels like it could be more work. Yes. Yes. Not good. So those are all laziness, like Jolene said, can be sneaky. Mm -hmm. And it's, it's in lots of different parts of your life. It's about so much more than exercise. I didn't say anything about exercise in that that piece. Okay. How did we get here? Mm. The first thing I wanted to make really clear um, from all of my studying is that it could be depression. Yeah. And I don't ever want to minimize a serious condition. And I 100% believe we have to start destigmatizing mental health struggles and normalizing getting help. So if you think your laziness is a symptom or byproduct of depression, there is no shame in talking yeah. to somebody about Go it. See someone if you need medical intervention, if yes. you need to talk to someone talk and get, yeah. And I do put, it. Listening to us doesn't count. No. Because we are not mental health professionals. No, ma'am. No. We, I could probably use some therapy of my own. Yeah. So um, just know that it is. I, so many articles talked about how often people who struggle with laziness may also struggle with depression. So Makes I don't sense. want to minimize that at all. But it's not going to be the case for everybody. Now, here's a way you may have got here where your body and your brain are connected. And this is where you might feel I'm lecturing, but I'm not. Um, where you have an unhealthy lifestyle. Mm-hmm. So um, I said it wouldn't be about exercise, but I will say when you're not eating healthy food or drinking water or moving your body, your body's not going to have the energy it needs no. to do work. Or we talked about sleep earlier. Yeah. If you're not. Your sleep schedule is wacky mm-hmm. and you're not doing those other things. It, mm. Yeah. You, your body needs the right fuel and it needs to be in motion. An object at rest will stay at rest. So Thanks, you got inertia. It. Yes. Thank you. Physics. You have to move. You have mm-hmm. to, even like Jolene said, even if you're just getting up to walk to the mailbox. We have stairs at our house. Sometimes start, I do a lot of stairs. Start small. But you got to move your body and you have to eat real food. Not not just Cheez-Its, guys. That's me calling me out. I, I, mm. I, I don't usually buy them because I will eat them instead of food. But the, I'm I, like, why don't I feel good? I'm like, did you eat real food or mm. just eat? I'm like, I just ate Cheez-Its. I'm like, mm-hmm. that's, yeah. that doesn't hit the rest of the food groups lately. No, it doesn't. Um, another way, reason we're here is that we straight up just love convenience and comfort. Yeah. We do. I like being comfortable. Same. Same. Eric Raymond, though, said comfort is a deadly compass. 
Oh, oh mm-hmm. yeah. It'll it lead is. you into danger. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And guess what? You don't get to grow when you're comfortable. You get to pick one. That's true. Yeah. Uh, I've been blaming culture a lot this season, but um, we live in a culture of instant gratification. It's microwave everything. Microwave lifestyle. Yeah. Everything. And we we like it. We like things to be fast. And now, but think about like a few generations back. They didn't know about that, but now we can accomplish so much with so little effort. So when we get used to that, anything that's not instantly rewarding doesn't feel worth doing. Mm -hmm. But then I thought like there's, but then like, so that keeps us from stuff like long-term goals, Mm -hmm. life improvement, weight loss, career training, learning a new skill, making deep friends. None of that's immediate. No. Like anything worth doing is hard and takes a long time. Mm -hmm. So that can keep us stuck. This one was interesting. Um, I never thought I'd be quoting Tony Robbins on the podcast, but here we go. (laughs) You might be uninspired. Tony Robbins said, people are not lazy. They simply have impotent goals. That Hmm. is goals that do not inspire them. Um, Another article said, lazy people sometimes either haven't figured out what they want to do or simply aren't doing it. Hmm. Getting up every day and living a life you don't love is naturally going to make you want to stay in bed because no one's going to do something they don't want to do. They'll do it grudgingly and real slow. Yeah. So I would say figure out what you're passionate about. What's your purpose? You know, and if you can't make the big change, make make a small little, one. Little tweaks. Do more of what lights you up and what makes you happy. If you can't mm-hmm. switch your career, if you can't do the big giant thing today. What's a little small thing? Yeah, what's a, yeah, how can yeah. you tweak it small ways? What, what's a hobby you can enjoy? Yes. Something new you can do? Or if you know that you're passionate about this and, okay, well, you maybe can't become a CEO of a company today, but maybe mm-hmm. there's, you can volunteer or maybe you can yeah. do something. <clears throat> okay. You ready for some truths? Mm-hmm. Okay. First of all, it's serious. I put, we have a way of writing off our bad behaviors and habits. And we've obviously normalized binge watching TV. Yeah. And we have, and like, we've normalized bed days or staying in bed all day when we're not ill. Yeah. We've normalized that. We shrug it off. But laziness is a sin. Oh, a little bit of slumber, a little bit of sloth, a little bit of folding Mm -hmm. of hands. I mean, even some religious traditions qualify it as one of the seven deadly sins. I mean, Mm -hmm. those are not in the Bible straight up, but it's tradition. Mm -hmm. And I think we tell ourselves that because laying around isn't hurting anybody, that it's okay. It's hurting you. Yes. But we're like, well, how can not doing something be wrong? But then James 4 tells us that anyone who knows what they ought to do and doesn't do it sins. Yeah. James 4 is one of the most convicting passages in the entire Bible. Just a side note. But it's, I mean, so it's a big deal. It's not, mm-hmm. we make our sin real cute. Like, oh, I'm just laying around. Put little fluffy bunny ears on it. Yeah, there's even, there, there's mugs and jammies, like la- lazy. Mm-hmm. Well, obviously, I read the article about how to relate if you're super lazy and proud. Obviously, we've normalized mm. this, and it's holding you back. Like, it's holding you back. Here we go. It's a symptom. Fear <laughs> strikes again. Uh, fear is awful. Yeah. It's at the heart of everything. Everything. So we can get afraid of failure. Yeah. You ever been afraid of that one? I have. Mm. Of rejection. Mm. 
of our thoughts about not being good enough being true, that we can become almost paralyzed or frozen in place, unwilling to do anything because we're afraid. I put like, it's easier to reckon with not accomplishing something because we've never tried Mm. versus going for it and messing up. Makes sense. Yeah. So some people feel failing. So laziness gives them an out. So you can say, it's not that I failed. I never tried. Mm -hmm. Um, But you really might want the thing. That's what makes me sad. Yeah. Like you might care a whole lot and you're letting fear keep you on your couch because the couch isn't scary. It's it's true. I mean, yeah. I mean, and I get that in other ways. I mean, I get where there's big projects and goals I want, but I come up with reasons why I can't work on it right now when really there might be that underlying fear of what if it doesn't work? Yeah. Or what if it doesn't work the way I want to and right away? Yeah. Uh It's the right away part is hardest for me. Yep. Oh, yeah. The immediate. It's right back to that. Um, Sometimes we're just afraid uh, to be disappointed. Yeah. Or that maybe someone will be disappointed in us. With us, yeah. Or I put, we're afraid of what a big change would bring. Oh, yeah. You can't predict what that's going to look like. No. Like, like what if you meet your goal? What if you... And then what? Yeah. Then your life might change, and that's scary, too. Even if you get what you want. Like, Mm -hmm. if you find the man or you have a baby or you change your job or you lose the weight or you write the book or you start a podcast like what's that gonna do i get it i get it uh live right thrive wrote lazy is an appealing label because it makes us feel like we're being authentic Mm. without having to acknowledge the strength of our fears she said i hear clients respond i'm just lazy not with exasperation but relief Being lazy means you're saying, I could, but I don't feel like it. If you admit you're scared, you're saying, what if I actually can't? Yeah. And I get that. Uh Uh-huh. I really get that. That's where I thought, oh, crud, does this mean I have lazy areas in my life? Yes. We all do. Yes. I read in another article that we need to learn to fear regret more than we feel fear failing. Yeah. On the flip, I put, they can actually, we talked about this, you can be afraid of succeeding and and that's another whole thing. Fear, we got we got to let stop letting fear ruin everything. everything. And also here we might be letting other feelings drive the bus. Feelings should never drive the bus. They don't even have a permit. <laughs> yes, this is like putting your 10-year-old in the driver's seat. Um and about needing to lean into discipline. This mm-hmm. is a lot of tie-ins to our feelings-driven episode. Um, when we allow our feelings to dictate our behavior, we talk ourselves out of doing stuff because we don't feel like it. But you can't wait until you feel motivated. No. Or until you feel brave. Or until you're certain something's going to work out exactly the way you want it to. Yeah. Like, I've never had that feelings never come for me. No. And I don't always feel brave. No. Or motivated. I usually don't feel motivated. Yeah, I usually don't feel any of those things. So... You got to learn to figure out how to, how to do it anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, laziness is limiting. Mm. I put this, it makes me sad. You're making your life smaller than it could be. Mm. If you're limiting your life by believing that you're lazy and worthless and not capable of doing very much, go prove yourself wrong. Because there is a lot more than Netflix and Instagram and cheap takeout and sitting on the sidelines. I put like, don't you want to get in the game and participate in your life? Find a game you enjoy so you'll want to get in it. Get in the game. Like, just stop watching other people 
do stuff. That, yeah. And I've been there. I've been lazy in areas like that where I just, mm-hmm. well, I watch the other people do the things. I'm okay over here. It's safe over here <laughs> in my zone of safety. Um, laziness can lead to other bad habits. Oh. Paul wrote in 2 Thessalonians 3.11 where he brings up idleness a whole lot. Ew. A whole lot. But he wrote that we hear some of you are living idle lives, refusing to work and meddling in other people's business. Oh. And another translation said, we hear that some among you walk in idleness, not busy at work, but busy bodies. Gross. Yeah. But like, I get that, that like, if I'm being lazy and sitting around, that is going to lead to probably my negative thought spirals. Mm-hmm. And I see gossip, getting involved in other people's business business instead of doing your own thing. Because you're not doing anything in your own life. So you got to take from someone else's yeah. life to have something to spin. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Paul was hurting my feelings a lot this weekend. Mm-hmm. Here's the last truth you need to hear. Um, laziness is not self-care. Okay. Some people are lazy in the name of rest. Or self-care. And I am all about rest. We've did a whole episode. But, and rest is mandated by God. Mandated by God. But it's meant to be one-seventh of your week. Mm -hmm. I put that's 14.2% of your time. It is not meant to be every day. It's not meant to be two days a week. It's meant to be one. Yeah. And self-care is improving yourself from the inside out doing what's best for you, and laziness is not what is best for you. You're not taking care of you if you're always doing that. I put self-care is not avoiding responsibilities. It isn't avoiding growth or change. Now, self-care is taking the day or afternoon to rest and recharge so that you can have a better tomorrow and Mm -hmm. take on what needs to be done the rest of the week. So it's resting with the intent that I will have what I need Mm-hmm. to do what I'm called to do the rest of the week. It's a structured time. Yeah. It's, and it's actually finding, I was thinking that about rest this week that I was thinking about that yesterday. Like I didn't like rest. I didn't sit around a whole lot, but I felt recharged because I did a Good. lot of things I enjoy. Good. I worked out and I baked and I read. I'm like, okay, well that's what fills me back up. Mm-hmm. It, it, it's going to look different, but we do that so that we have what we need in the tank. To mm-hmm. do the work the rest of the time, not so that I can watch season two tomorrow. Yeah. Um, let's see. And I'm not saying you can never watch TV. My husband and I watch TV every night when the kids go to bed. But that's like our, that's your our set, set amount of time. And it's mm-hmm. like an hour. And, you know, it's not all day. Uh, let's see. Taking a day to rest is a really good thing. It can reduce your stress and make you happier. But what's not good is avoiding responsibilities. Um, And making that a habit. Yeah. You want some tips? I do. Okay. Uh, Single task. Hmm. Single task where you don't try to do everything at once. Start with one thing and do the thing wholly. W-H-O-L-L-Y. Yeah. Where you just, uh, you can't actually multitask anything. Just do one thing at a time. And then maybe it won't feel so overwhelming and you won't be stuck. Think about that when I clean the bathroom. Yeah. Sometimes I'm like, and we're just going to wipe the mirror. Mm-hmm. And then, it, hey, it looks better than it did. It's straightening your bed sheets. Yeah. But it's 
Okay, I'm going to organize the sock drawer, not the whole dresser. You don't have to do everything all at one time. No. You do not. Um, Okay. Take tech breaks. Yeah. If you are prone to sitting or to keeping yourself back from your potential, like your phone and your TV and your computer are going to distract you Mm -hmm. more. Even those high achievers among us get very distracted (laughs) by my devices. Very distracted. Um, I like this one. Schedule a few anchor activities for the weekends. Hmm. Um, they said no plans can keep you aimless, bored, and sleepy. Hmm. But, and okay, so this was a tip that someone said. Plan things that are fluid. Like, okay, I'm going to do an hour of walking, an hour of reading, and I'm going to go to dinner at that new Thai place around the corner. Mm-hmm. So that allows for some flexibility and some autonomy, but you're still getting something done. And you're breaking free from the nothing but sleep and TV routine mm-hmm. where you plan just a little bit. But I didn't say like, okay, I'm going to read from three to four. I said, I'm going to read for an hour. Yeah. I'm going to get out and go to dinner. You just anchor plans. Tip. That sounds like the lecture again. Take care of your physical body. Drink water. We really don't drink enough water. It, I've been, I got some squirty things to put in my water this week. So I'm like, why do I feel like garbage? I'm like, have you had water? I'm like, no and iced coffee doesn't count kids no it's one of my goal like our hundred we're almost done with the hundred day goals was drink water Mm -hmm. and i missed like three days last week those are the days guess what i had horrible headaches Mm. Mm -hmm. makes a difference and then when you drink it you're like my body feels so amazing right now yeah you're like i can feel my everything i can like feel it going into my brain yeah like oh you might have been a little dehydrated Mm -hmm. yeah yeah drink water Get an appropriate amount of sleep. Not too little, not, not too, too much. Because mm-hmm. sometimes today I've, I've been having a hard time hitting the snooze lately. I'm like, I don't actually have to be anywhere. I'm like, or you do better when you're on a schedule. Mm-hmm. Same. Roll out, sister. Roll out. <sighs> yeah. That Honestly, bedtimes and wake up times are not just for small children. No. Grown it really, just try it. It really helps. It really does help. Um, and then I put make healthier food choices. I'm not saying you have to eat nothing but kale because I would die. Um, <laughs> I ate kale today. <laughs> I'm sure you did. Um, not by itself. Don't be weird. If you like kale by itself, it's fine. Jolene, this is my funny um, teasing on Jolene's story mm. where she brought pizza for, for our buffet tonight. Mm. And, and I told the kids because they were kind of, the theme is salad bar. And the couple, yeah. my son was a little bit nervous. He's like, salad. I'm like, Jolene's bringing pizza. He's like, is it like healthy pizza that's one calorie not made of real things? <laughs> do that no <laughs> cauliflower really crust here but that's very they, sweet i guess yes they knew miss jolene <laughs> likes really healthy made of weird food things i brought pudding today guys it's got lots of butter mm. mm-hmm. um and i put exercise shoot for 15 minutes a day 15 minutes is doable it's way doable and it can be anything yeah anything i mean ideally do it all at once so it's done but you do you know how many times i go up and down the stairs or sometimes if i feel like if it's been a rough sort of day and i feel like i'm not moving very much i will make extra trips because i yes. always forget something upstairs or downstairs or the diaper genies upstairs and yeah yeah when my kids were having piano lessons at church here this week i was walking we have a, a stair loop here and i was yeah. going i was just walking running up the stairs down the stairs hey. up the stairs down the stairs I'm like hey i'm getting steps in yeah my heart rate's up mm-hmm. counts um and then i put get outside 
Yeah. There is something magical that happens about being outside. It is joy. It is nature. It is rest. Even to your mailbox. Yes. Seriously, you you need fresh air. It makes a difference. Um, I am living proof multiple times oh in the week. Just even... Even get yourself out to the mailbox. Even I found like, even when I can open my window and just breathe in a little bit of nostalgia, it's it's magical. I don't know what it is, but there's a whole world out there that's not inside this house. Do it. Okay. Here's some real, real. Okay. Okay. So I don't know why I I don't expect these things to be so convicting every time. And then I'm like, Jesus is like, I'm going to punch you. Okay. Jesus told a story about a man who was given a talent by his master. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. And instead of putting it to use, he buried it. He buried it. And Jesus called that man lazy. That sucks. Mm -hmm. Like, thanks, Jesus. Because here, here's some hard truth. It's lazy to squander what we've been given. To not make the most of your life, your gifts, your abilities, your time, and your love. Mm. Uh huh. And here's where some of us up on our high horses thinking we're not lazy get knocked to the ground. <laughs> yeah. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That was real, real. That was a real, real. Um, the Bible warns about poverty coming for the person who is lazy. Mm-hmm. But so most of us have roofs over our head and we have food yeah. to eat. So we don't really think about poverty, poverty. But I think there's a poverty related to the quality of life. Yeah. That happens when you're living lazy. It's threadbare. It's yeah. And you get here's the deal. You get one life. True. And it's pretty short. And I don't want I don't want to waste it on my couch or stinking spending five years of it on Instagram. Mm. I don't want to waste it not actually living the life I really want because the life I want is hard and scary and takes hard work. Mm. Mm -hmm. Like I don't want to do hold myself back. And more than that, when we're being lazy, we are not living the life God intended for us. Paul Maxwell said something super convicting. Laziness is not the passivity it pretends to be. It is active obedience to something other than Jesus Christ. Oh. Uh Uh-huh. Like, oh, thanks, Paul Maxwell. Mm. Mm -hmm. I'm worshiping the idol of me, convenience and comfort. Yay. Yay. Romans 12, 11. I'm going to read this verse in three versions. Okay. Because it was just so good and I couldn't decide which one I liked best. Okay. Okay. Romans 12, 11. Don't burn out. I would love to. But, oh, I mean, there's something. If, if they're telling us that, that means we, we can do something about it. Okay. Like, okay. Okay. Don't burn out. Keep yourselves fueled and aflame. Be alert servants of the master. Cheerfully expectant. Don't quit in hard times. Pray all the harder. Okay, second version. Never be lazy, but work hard and serve the Lord enthusiastically. Last version. Never be lazy, but let the spirit excite you as you serve the Lord. Hmm. So these words come from Paul in a letter to the church in Rome. And he's outlining the way before he says these things, he's outlining the way Christians are supposed to be loving and serving. Hmm. And I love that he included this line because he's basically saying, like, listen, we have work to do. And I loved this line I found on BibleStudyTools.com. Laziness can stagnate the gifts God has given us. Because they're meant to be used. That's kind of what Paul is saying. Like, you have to use what God has given you. Don't bury it in the ground. Mm. Like, I've given you this gift. Do something with it. Um, David Mathis did not pull any punches in an article he wrote for DesiringGod.com. 
laziness dishonors the power and strength that has come to dwell in us in Christ, God the Spirit himself. Uh Uh-huh. I didn't like that, but it's true. And I love that Paul is also including the fix. And the fix, I think, is backed up in Isaiah 40, 31, telling us the people who trust in the Lord will renew their strength, run without growing weary, essentially that we'll have what we need in the tank to endure. Mm. Jesus is the fix. He wants us to work and move and love and serve, and it's hard, and we don't always want to or feel like it. But I think it's designed that way, so we'll need him. Hmm. We don't need him so much when we're sitting on our fanny watching Emily in Paris. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. We don't need him. But when we're called to serve, when we're living out this life where we're supposed to love and serve and give and use our talents and be out in the world ministering, like, yes, we're going to get tired. We might not always want to, but we have to lean on him. Tired. When we're doing that. In the work, but not of the work. Yes. It's like, oh, and you... We need him to sustain us and mm-hmm. to keep us going. I don't need him to sustain me when I'm... When you're playing on Facebook. Yeah. That, that doesn't need sustaining. No. It's, it, it removes me from, from my need of him uh, in those moments. I'm going to end by quoting David Mathis again here because he says it so well, way better than I could have. Developing and strengthening a Christian work ethic like Paul's is a lifelong process. We fight the battles over and over again, day after day, week after week. Every moment of emotional resistance, standing face to face with the friction and discomfort that tempts us to grow weary and cease is an opportunity to move forward in the strength God supplies rather than backwards into lethargy. Mm. So lean into the discomfort and realize, okay, this is an opportunity for me to lean on my savior and Mm -hmm. he will give me what i need and i can do more than sit here i don't want to i don't want to and i don't want to keep myself back from the things i really want because i'm afraid Mm -hmm. that's lazy too lazy thinking Oh, oh, friends. These are these are tough. Um, I will be back with you next week. I will be doing an episode with David. Okay. Um, and that's, that's going to be tough. <laughs> They're all going to be tough. Uh, we will keep this going all spring long because we've got a lot of junk to clean up. All right. All right. We love you. Bye. Bye. You've been listening to the Girl in a Hill podcast. Please help us out by sharing the podcast with your friends connecting with us on social media, and leaving a review on Apple Podcast. We're here to climb the hill with you as we all work to stop hiding, start shining, and be the women we were created to be. Thank you for listening, and we'll see you next week.